you're listening to the Commercial Finance Podcast by Lee Chandler, where we discuss industry insights, tips about lending, capital finance, business acquisitions, the worst investment you can have is cash, real estate acquisitions, your financial advice depends on who you are, and everything in between. This is the Commercial Finance Podcast. All right, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, um, I'm making this quick video because I wanna share something that really gave me an aha moment and really op opened my eyes. And I think that it's important to share share with other people. Um, a lot of times people like, um, people in professions of you know entertainment, athletes, um, maybe high paid attorneys at some times, but, and especially physicians, right, doctors, uh, medical 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 practitioners, et cetera, they always get the short end of the stick when it comes to finances, all right? And what normally happens is that everyone criticizes them on their finances, everyone makes fun of them, they point fingers, they claim that they're, you know, they're financially illiterate, they're stupid, all that stuff, and that's not the case. Um, and so I wanna share with you a, a true stories about a client, I'm, I'm, gonna I'm not gonna disclose his name because that, that's too personal for him, but um, but here, here's the thing. We all know athletes, right? We all know athletes, you see them on TV, you may, they may be your idol, right? So one time, um, so one of my clients is a, is a former NFL player. And when I first met him, like I was in awe, right? Because in high school, he played for my favorite football team. And plus, like, I mean, a few a few years before I met him, he also had uh, his team had won the Super Bowl. So I was super excited to to meet him. Uh, picked up picked him up from the airport, and you know how it is like when you meet someone that you really kind of like idolize, right? But from a distance, so from a distance, everything seems perfect, right? And then when you finally meet the person, you're able to really talk with them, engage, understand, develop a real real relationship. You start to realize, like, man. I didn't know that, right? I didn't know that. So normally, and this is this is this is what is so interesting, just with these professions in general. Normally, if someone is an, a professional athlete, 
they have busted their butt, right? For years, okay? Decades, they have busted their butt to get where they are in, on a professional level. It's funny because physicians, for the most part, it's, that's the same. Um, if not their entire life, at least, you know, eight plus years uh, in college, residency, et cetera, et cetera. And so when they finally are able to um, experience all their hard work, it's almost like they still have to keep keep their nose their nose to the grindstone, right? And so when I was talking to him, he was basically expressing to me that he had worked all his life to get to where he was, and he had a shorter career than what, than what he what he could what, than what he could hope for, right? So this guy played played running back, and everyone wants to obtain some level of financial freedom, some level of of wealth to progress basically right most people be, most people become athletes not because they just love the sport like because if, if you really love the sport right you could volunteer at your local gym or your local rec center whatever uh you could go run routes for example just for the hell of it if you really really love it but it's there's also a compensation factor there that is of equal importance if not more important for most people same thing with with those who are physicians Listen, I'm sure they love helping people, but at what extent would they actually want to help people pro bono, right, for free forever? It's probably not likely. So when they reach that, that level of success, they've had to carry a decade's worth of expenses a lot of times, a, de a decade's worth, worth of expenses. Yeah, I don't care if they had a full ride scholarship. I don't care if, um, you know, if, you know, full ride scholarship, either way, athletic, non-athletic, whatever. They had expectations that they had to live up to. They may have had to um, turn around and then support their family family members as well, right? Their mom, their grandparents, or aunts or uncles or fathers who helped support them in that in that uh, in that building up and, and progression. And so, you invest a lot of time, and once you you're finally able to obtain that income you're blindsided. And what he was blindsided by was the fact that the contract said one thing, and this is crazy because I've seen this with, with uh, clients of mine that are physicians. The contract does say one thing, but then there's so many things that you have to meet when it comes to performance, all right? If you don't meet these things, it's a wrap. And so not everything that glitters is gold. And one of the major issues um, that they're faced with are taxes. And so people normally, you know, people on the outside normally make fun of physicians, athletes, et cetera, et cetera, because they say to themselves, man, if I had this amount of money, like such and such player, or if I had this amount of, this amount of money, like such and such uh, doctor or physician or whatever else, I would do X, Y, Z. But what they don't realize is that oftentimes the salary that they're grossing that's gross, that is not net. And that salary a lot of times is being cut in half. Normally they're paying about 40% 40 tax um, on the regular income. As a matter of fact, uh, with the new um, tax plan, if someone's earning you know, north of $400,000, they're gonna pay 39.6% for their federal taxes. That's just federal taxes, that's not including your state. So if you live somewhere like in you know California or New York, 
you could possibly pay 50, maybe even 60 percent in in taxes. Right. That's a huge hurdle to actually uh, get over. And. Especially when you if you're in medical school. It's about individual performance, just in college in general, is about it's about individual performance. And so one of the things that really was an aha, aha moment for me is that for the for the client I'm talking about, uh, the NFL player. We had to understand he had to understand that investments and in business and building a portfolio. Should be viewed as a sport, as a team sport, just as football or basketball or, or, or anything else. And the primary reason for that is you're not meant to do everything on your own. As a matter of fact, most of those uh, professionals, they have to invest a lot of time in what they're doing, a lot of time, a lot of effort in what they're doing. And they don't actually have the, the additional time to become deal makers on the side. And so it's important to actually be a part of a team and to where that can be leveraged, right? And when you don't have that team, and this is what this is what happened for him. When you, when you don't have that team, you end up looking for other alternatives or other options that are detrimental to your future. And so it, it actually got so bad at one point for him. And this is before you know he was able to work with us that he was going through a divorce, and unfortunately, he also had um, you know a home in foreclosure, right? And once again. That doesn't mean that he's someone who's bad with money. It's not it. He just wasn't. No one ever told him that as an athlete, as someone who earns that amount of money, that he he basically is only working with fifty percent of that income. And I'll say this real quick, real quick before I leave. If you're taxed at basic, let's say fifty percent of your income. And then if your living expenses, if anyone, anyone who's ever leased an apartment or purchased a home, they, they base it off of 30% or 33%, a third of your income, right? So you take 50% and you take the 33%. That's 17% that, that you're actually living off of. And the only way to, that they're able to get around that is if you, you begin to build your passive income. And that passive income from your portfolio will allow you to actually cut all that down. But most people don't have the time to actually become professionals in that arena. And that's why it's so important to lean on lean on, on team members who can help you in that process. You know, um, most, prof most prof professionals earning that high amount of income, they're normally approached with financial advisors or stock plant or stock brokers or planners who's primary focusing on stocks, mutual funds, bonds, et cetera. But there's no advantages in that. There's no, there's, there's no advantages that will actually increase your wealth. As a matter of fact, when you take your money out of those vehicles, you're taxed heavily, right? There's no tax incentives for keeping, keeping
hey, if you like the idea of gaining wealth, adding to your portfolio and also protecting what you have, then I have a great treat for you. I'm going to give you a free guide and ebook that you can use that will show you to protect what you have. All you have to do is go to LelandBaptist.net forward slash 35. That's LelandBaptist.net forward slash 35. And protect what you have.